Anthony, welcome to the Indie Pod podcast. I'm your host, Super Joe Pardo, and today I have a great guest. I was supposed to have a different great guest. Unfortunately, Benjamin Mullen, who was scheduled uh, tonight, wasn't able to make it. Uh, he is taking care of his daughter. Props to him. I don't blame him, and I'm happy that he was able to uh, make that happen. So uh, tonight, I want to talk about some podcasting stuff. I want to talk about some updates to uh, Icon for 2020 and, uh, you know, because some full transparency kind of things going on. And the person to my right, your left, your no, wait, my right, your right, but I'm pointing left to make that happen uh, is Samantha Riley. Give it up for her. Woo! She she has been podcasting uh for f- almost five years now. Yeah, it, it, that it, it, that is awesome. Anybody that uh that ma- makes this long, uh, either really really loves it or is making too much money to know how to quit. Um, I think I think in I think in, I think you're both of those cases actually. <laughs> Uh, for anybody who doesn't know, she was at uh, MapCon 5 this year, and uh, she was a huge, huge, huge help to both me and Amy and uh, and Jeanette, and of course, uh, her husband, Leon, who we all affectionately call Babe. Uh, you know, we're, we're super essential to that. And for some reason, and I don't know how this happened, but uh, we... we we haven't had you yet on the show, Samantha, uh, Samantha Sam, uh, here the MapCon podcast. So, uh, you know what? Why don't I let you introduce the rest of your introduction there? Ah, oh, so you've just put me on the spot. You just sent, sent me a message five minutes ago and went, hey, are you free? Can you jump on? <laughs> so, of course, I jumped on. I jumped on. And, you know, it's beautiful and sunny here. Not exactly nighttime where you are. So, um, yeah, great to be here. And, yeah, I'm Samantha Riley. My podcast is Thought Leaders Business Lab. Um, Have been podcasting for a while. Not all the same show. I've learned lots of things along the way. Started with a different show, Unlimited Influence, uh, and and made the the switch a couple of years ago. Happy to talk about that if you want to. But, um, yeah, that's what I do. And I work with work with uh, coaches, consultants, experts, thought leaders on how to really leverage their knowledge so that they can get paid more for it. Absolutely, you do. And so, yeah, so before we jump into all that and, and more of your background and asking some questions, because I, I have some questions that I, for whatever reason, haven't been, I don't think have been asked yet of you. Uh, I got to, I got to, I got to prop, uh, prop up a couple things here. Uh, first off, if you aren't aware uh indie podcon formerly mapcon is uh september 24th to the 26th this year in atlantic city at the uh ocean resort casino um i actually gotta fi- i gotta finalize that contract <laughs> like i was just looking at the calendar because i got like five days to finalize that so i'm working on it jessica if you're watching um and you should totally be there we uh Sam is one of the uh, committee advisors uh, or advisors on the committee that uh, I put together to to help be able to manage the growth of of Icon and uh, yeah and we we have a we have a few other committee members 
Um, and we'll be announcing those names probably at a, at a later date, but, um, but yeah, so there's, there's just so many things going on and, and I'll get into a little bit of that later. Um, I got a prop or, uh, I got a talk or pl- prop, oh, this is a prop plug. Uh, so Sam and I have two things coming up, actually three things coming up. Uh, one we have, I haven't announced this yet, but it's just, cause it's all kind of coming together right as we kind of been talking in the last like 48 hours. Um, I got to take over the Philly, uh, podcast meetup group from meetup.com. Uh, thanks to shout out to Mark deal for, for making that happen. And our first meetup in Philly is going to be November 17th uh, at, uh, well, we don't know where specifically yet, but the time is probably early afternoon, so like a 1 o'clock or 2 o'clock start. Um, wherever we're going to be, it'll be in Philly. So look out for, for more information about that. Um, so just put throw it on your calendar, November, uh, November 17th. That's uh, a Sunday, right? That's a Sunday, yeah, Sunday afternoon. And Sam, you will, you'll be there. I know, right? How cool is this? I reached out to you 24 hours ago and went, you're never going to believe this. I'm coming back <laughs> in a couple of weeks. I didn't think that I was coming back for the rest of the year, but it just so happens. And I went, hey, Joe, let's do something. That's the universe saying, do something else, guys. Come on. <laughs> yeah, we could do better. We could do more. And uh, yeah, I, I mean, I, I would have never expected that either. Um, so so yeah, so it just made sense, it makes sense to put together a meetup um and and make all that happen now you should now plug why you are coming back to to uh the states yeah so i was a judge in an um in an international business competition i was the judge for the women in business uh all around the world and there was i was on a judging panel i think of at least 100 judges and they chose two judges to come to uh, a women in leadership conference or the future of leadership and to attend the award ceremony. And I was one of them. So I only found out yesterday morning and within 10 minutes that you were the very first person after Leon that I told. So I'm like, guess what? I'm coming back. Well, you were probably <laughs> laying next to Leon still. It was, I mean, how early <laughs> in the morning was It was pretty early in the morning. Yeah, yeah, it was, it was 6 like. a.m. Yeah, I was gonna say it was like four o'clock in the afternoon or something, my time, I think. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> but yeah, it's super exciting. And then we've just pulled it together and I've already had calls this morning and said, Okay. Someone said, Oh, you know, it's an hour of drive. And I said, Hey, it's gonna take me 30 hours to get there. I expect to see you there. <laughs> <laughs> so um, so yeah, so that I'm very much looking forward to that. Shout out to uh, Eric Hunley. Hi, Eric. Hey, Eric. Uh, <laughs> saying hi um so yeah so that's one of the things we got november 17th you if you're you're in the philly area you're gonna want to be you know have it on your calendar i'll have more information once we have the information uh i believe sam you're gonna speak at this meetup apparently you told me i am so I'm well like, i i okay, I, I, I prefaced it <laughs> well, i prefaced it i post it faced it i post post fest it uh that you know you can if you want you don't have to no pressure yeah well look i I, yeah i will definitely i'll definitely speak but more than anything i'm looking forward to catching up with a community of podcasters because i think that when podcasters get together it is a lot of fun and there is a lot of funny conversations absolutely absolutely um so the other thing that we have going on is next thursday uh you and i are running our second webinar 
uh we did the start your podcast webinar the other uh i don't know a couple two weeks ago or something like that mm-hmm, mm-hmm. uh and this webinar is uh monetize your podcast it's next thursday oh it's this thursday not tomorrow next thursday 8 p.m eastern uh you can go to indiepodcon.com slash myp to register uh seats are limited and you definitely want to have a good come and have a great time with us uh we kept somebody up that was at it was one o'clock in the morning their time in was it austria i think yeah austria. she was in austria and she, she'd said to us that she was on you know it was morning i assumed it was like 6 a.m 7 a.m and she's like no it was 1 a.m and it was such an awesome podcast that I stayed awake easily for the hour. So that's, that's awesome. <laughs> yeah. So you definitely, if you're, if you're interested in learning more about how to monetize your podcast, the why you should monetize your podcast, why you should look at uh, sponsorships and why you should not look at sponsorships as a way to do it and have some of the beginning steps of that demystified, you definitely want to be at this webinar next Thursday, 8 p.m. Eastern uh blah 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 let me see here the last thing i have to plug is our so it was called elevate your podcast mastermind and retreat uh we were talking and was like you know maybe we should rename it to monetize your podcast (laughs) mastermind and retreat uh so if you want to learn more about that go to indiepodcon.com slash retreat it's all about building your business around your podcast uh and and really uh it, the, the whole retreat part is coming together with a bunch of other great uh, podcasters and getting, you know, getting in a space, getting the headspace uh, and getting the tools that you need to uh, put a game plan together to start making money from your podcast and, and turning it into your business. Uh, the retreat is being held down in Orlando, Florida. Uh, of all places so it's it's going to be a lot of fun and it's going to be warm because it's february so we're the february uh the february retreat the retreat in fe- is in february 6th through the 9th uh and you can learn more about that indiepodcom slash retreat it's both sam and i sam did you have anything you wanted to add to that um not that I can think of, but I'm sure something will come into my head. Oh, yes, of course. See, it just took a little bit. Um, it was called Elevate Your Podcast. We we have renamed it Monetize Your Podcast because really we realize that that is specifically what we're doing. We're helping people to not just make money from their podcast, but also how to put their leveraged products together so that they can make more money understand how to uh, you know how to lead people into those leveraged products but also we've already been working with some of the guys how to stop working so many hours because podcasters Mm. work an insane amount of hours and if they're doing that with their podcast and in their business it it doesn't take long and it just gets a bit too much so uh, already helping the guys to and when I say guys I mean Ladies and gentlemen, <laughs> pronouns. Pronouns are a thing. They hurt people's feelings. Exactly. Uh, bad habit of mine. So yeah, helping Most them of to the already. World. Um... <laughs> oh, how's that video you sent me yesterday on how to uh, speak Australian? Uh, see... <laughs> yeah, that we've got hilarious. our own language down here. <laughs> oh, it was very good. Anyway. <laughs> We we digress, Joe. Let's get back on track. <laughs> yes, yes, we do. Shout out to Brent Basham. How are we doing, Brent? Hey, um, Brent. So yeah, so that's that's what we have going on now. Let's dive into 
into you and what uh so when it comes to podcasting you i i I think the first question i want to ask is what is it like to not have the gear itch the gear itch what do you mean yes okay so the gear itch is like this microphone or like the mixer it's hooked up to or the bigger mixer that i want to buy or the better microphone that i want to buy or the better headphones that i want to buy or the bigger screen that i want to buy like that itch yeah and that's so funny because you know, Leon and I were just talking about this the other day. Like, you guys have all got the most awesome setups. And I just sit here with my Apple earpods and go, all right, do this interview, moving on. <laughs> I don't have the itch because my life moves too fast. And for me, I think, um, yeah, of course I want my podcast to sound great, but I, at the moment it's more about let's just make sure that my listeners have really amazing interviews that they can listen to, get the information that they're looking for, have access to the guests that I, that I bring. They don't really care what my, what my setup looks like. They just don't, you know, they care about when I go out walking today, am I going to have Sam in my earbuds bringing me amazing guests that's going to share some value with me? Um, you know, cool gear that I don't have set up because I'm very tech challenged (laughs) but I'm here I've got my voice I've got my brain and and I think that that's that you know that's all you need yeah I I mean so Brent says in the chat uh message over is greater than Mike and and I totally could not agree more with that except for the fact that if you if I had a different mic like if I was rocking the blue yeti like I was several years ago uh, you would be hearing uh, my my daughter scream at the top of her lungs right now from uh, the top of the stairs. So, which is like, and I think just that the apple, there. like this, is better than a blue yeti. Seriously, uh, yeah, yeah. <laughs> I, well, you know, if you're okay. if you're not using it well, right, yeah, yeah. Well, you know, I'm tech challenged, so I probably wasn't using it right. Whatever, moving. <laughs> yeah. Look, what, what I'm saying, I'm not saying don't have good tech. Your voice with the microphone and, you know, I listen to Amy J and, you know, Eric and all the other podcasters that I met at MapCon, I will say that it does sound better. I'm not saying that it doesn't. I'm just saying that right now I just am so, you know, like I've got things to do and that's not my priority. Well, yeah. I mean, again, well, you don't have a a screaming child like right over there screaming at the top of her lungs um so i I mean that right and before and before i did i had a blue yeti and i was like yeah you know this is fine it's no big deal like the house is relatively quiet i record mostly during the day it's a little annoying when the you know people are mowing their lawn around me but it's not the end of the world um and and just as that has you know as my life has grown uh so has my need to have a little more closeness with the mic um yeah so yeah and eric says blue yeti, blue yeti boo uh mm-hmm. so yeah so i uh <laughs> 
I, I don't I don't disagree, but there is a way, you know, there is a way to use it. There is um you'll probably get a little bit of hiss at the very least, but but I, I think it is important that finding what works right for you uh from an equipment standpoint. Um, you know, I was watching so I, I'm in the in the market for buying a new camera. So I already have two Canon uh M fifties, which are these little I don't have one right at my, but it's like this, it's the one I used at MapCon to vlog with, which the vlog is coming, by the way, I'm about all about halfway through editing the vlog. So we're, we're almost there. Once it's done, I will set a release date, a premiere date. So you, all y'all can just come and is y'all a, uh, a, a proper pronoun in this day and age? I don't know, but yeah. uh, all of you can come and hang out. Uh, and watch and chat uh, as we we relive the memories of of MapCon and get some behind the scenes look of what went into making it happen. Um, so and and with that, so uh, I was just watching. It. So anyway, getting back to stories, like I was watching a video talking about the the Canon EOS R, which is like their big like the big mirrorless camera and all that. And uh, you know, they're like, oh well some of the features are, you know, it needs to have these features to be a pro thing. And the person I'm watching, uh, which is uh, Jared Poland from Nose Photo, he's like, that's BS. Any, you know, literally any camera can be a pro camera. It doesn't matter. It's how you use it, not what you, you know, what features it has, you, you know, and with that said, people make like pinhole cameras, right? And somebody made a whole video uh Dan Mace made, made a whole video from a pinhole camera. Like, if you don't know what a pinhole camera is, go look it up. It's really cool. And he, he basically made a slideshow out of pinhole, like, pinhole camera. Like, he made a shoebox, basically, with a little pinhole in it. And you put film in it, and that's how you get your pictures. It's, yeah. it's awesome. And he made a whole film around it. So you can do literally anything and i you know so for me like i would i would agree that you don't necessarily need you know this microphone to to look great sound great and all that versus like you know apple earbuds that come in the that come in the box of an iphone yeah i'm not saying it's the best way to do it that's definitely not what i'm saying at all (laughs) you know i do I, i do have a bit of you know envy for the way you all sound but i think that you know, something I've learned over the years is that everyone's, there's always going to be someone that judges whatever you do. And there's going to be a whole heap of podcasters out there going, oh, Sam thinks she's so good and all she's got is that. But you know what? It doesn't matter what microphone I've got, someone's going to be saying the same thing, right? And I would rather be the person taking action than the person not. Yeah. Yeah, no, I, I totally agree. And there's a lot of effort that goes into knowing the the knowledge to make this stuff work, right? Like it doesn't just, it, you know, even, even I mean, in your case, even your ATR 2100 microphone, that's literally USB, still requires some knowledge to get it, you know, to re- select the right settings and all that versus like, I just pop in these headphones here and, and the, uh, you know, the computer already knows to pick it up on and switch everything over to it. Yeah, like, yeah, and you know, if I started using my other microphone, you know, you'd be getting a call every day, right, Joe? Yeah, no, I don't I'm need to be like, getting. Yeah, exactly. Screen <laughs> share, Joe. What button do I push? What do I do here? <laughs> it, it, well, exactly. So uh, you know, I, I'm appreciative of those headphones. Um, don't ever break them, please. Uh, so, 
so when it uh, shout out to Tim, by the way, down in Virginia, y'all is a proper pronoun. I I'm not surprised it's you all. So it's you, like isn't you? Um, so when it when it comes to uh, interviewing, I I think this is a great question for for you because when it comes to interviewing being very uh like how intent like intentional are you because you said you had a podcast prior right which was uh unlimited influence um you know were you were you as intentional before or more intentional now or you know what like what kind of guests how, how have you refocused your guest choosing ability I think that's really cool because when you say intentional I was intentional but in a different way so with my first show Um, So a big part of what I do is help people to build their authority and and build their personal brands. So Unlimited Influence was sharing the stories of successful entrepreneurs on how they had built their brands. So the message was intentional. The people that I brought onto the show, it was intentional because it was people that had successfully built their brands and, you know, had a lot to share. And because I hadn't podcasted before, I used set questions Um, And I'm not a fan of set questions at all. However, it gave me the safety that I needed when I first started my show because I was so nervous. And if I knew what the questions were going to be, I could just focus on my guest rather than me thinking, what am I going to (laughs) ask? So it was intentional, um, but in a different way. So when when I decided that I want that I wasn't quite hitting the mark with my ideal client, that's when I decided to change the name of the show, and we we delved into a lot more topics rather than just personal branding because I think it gave the wrong impression of what I did because branding was just such a a tiny little bit of what I did with my clients. So as soon as I could break down, well, how do I help my clients? Well, it's helping them to build their authority positioning you know, get clear on their messaging, helping them to build out their programs, helping them, you will laugh at this, helping them with their technology. Because even though I'm tech challenged, I'm still not all at the same time. Uh, Helping them to build their teams and build their systems and all these things that people need to build their online coaching business. So the, the reason for the show was so that now I could really speak directly to my ideal client and help them with the exact business that I help people to build. Mm. So that's, so that's who, how you go about choosing the guests that you bring on to the show. Uh huh. So I know exactly what my, the model of my business. When I say the model, I follow a thought leaders positioning model, which is my nine step system of how I help coaches and consultants to build their businesses. So all I do is look and say, well, who, who can bring value in one of these nine pieces or in multiple pieces of this model, this thought leaders positioning model. And that's how I know that I'm absolutely on point every time I bring a guest onto the show. No, I I love that. And how, but how do you navigate the fact that like they are probably also coaches in them in their own right, and that like you're cross promoting there, or do you not worry about that? I think that's a really cool question. I don't because I don't believe in competition. Well, I didn't say competition, but it's competition in in space, right? Not necessarily competing with you, but 
competing for mind space or um yeah. yeah i guess mind space yeah yeah i i get that and and i i meant it just in you know that's what a lot of people would do not not bring their you know competitors that that's essentially what it is like people that offer similar services but i think that the more that we can all come together and collaborate the better because uh, this really showed or it really came to me a few years ago. I've got a very good friend um, here in Sydney and essentially he he does what I do. And it's funny, every time we caught up, we were pretty much creating a similar program. Every time we spoke, he's like, oh, my God, that's what I'm doing, you know. And he he's younger, like he's in his 30s and, and male, obviously. I'm in my 40s. I'm female. And what we what we discussed one night was the fact that every time we asked what each other was doing, we would stop what we were doing because each of us would think that the other person was going to do it better. Like he would say, oh, Sam's doing it. She'll do it better. I'm not going to do it anymore. But I would do the same. Oh, he's better than I am. I won't do that anymore. And we sat down one night and went, you know what, this is so silly because it's a male perspective, female perspective. We're completely different ages. We're in a different you know, we're completely different. The way that our personalities are is very different. The way that we teach is very different. Our own perspective is very different. And that's, it was, it was specifically with this person that I realized, you know what, we all um, attract different people, like different clients, even if we do the same thing. So to help my listeners get the most value from my show, bringing these people on is going to actually serve them better that by it's it's about serving my listeners it's not about me necessarily getting clients even though the intention that's that's what i do but the overarching intention is to bring as much value as i can hence why i bring people onto my show that do what i do because the perspective that they bring is different i i you know i'm glad that you said all that and i and i think that's really important i think that's going to help somebody that's listening uh, or watching here on on Facebook Live or YouTube or wherever you're consuming this content, because uh, it's in a lot, or even Paris, it's on Periscope right now too, and I think we might be on Twitch as well. Um, wow! So it's yeah, that's the power of restream. Um, so uh, yeah, so I uh, I think that's really really powerful. Um, you know, I, I I definitely believe in the growing together and and all of that. I just wanted to hear you know how how that correlated to you know. Because you're obviously you're investing time into your podcast, even if mm. you're not investing time like on the podcast equipment or on the, you know, that oh, side of things. There's still, you know, I, I don't do any of anything after I've done the interview. I don't touch a thing. My team does that. So there's still a cost, right? Because I'm mm-hmm. paying people to edit it and I'm paying them to upload it and I'm paying someone to do my show notes and upload that and the marketing and, you know, reaching out to guests. That all that all has a, either a monetary cost or a time cost, whichever way. It doesn't matter which currency you're using. There's still a cost. Um, there, was, there, was, <laughs> there was someone I interviewed a little while ago and... I felt like it was not going to serve my community because they were talking about how everything should be manual and how we shouldn't use automation and how mm. we should, you know, the way that we connect with people is at local networking groups. And that was the, the only episode that I've held back and I did because it goes against everything that I stand for. I don't mind mm. people having different perspectives. I think that's what does provide the value. 
but it was absolutely everything that I know that really um, has coaches struggling. And I thought, no, in all integrity, I can't publicize that episode because it would be giving the wrong information for my, you know, with my belief system. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, Eric Hunley, I, you know, I, I, uh, agree with that sentiment. <laughs> he says, I'm jealous. Well, guys, this, is <laughs> this is what I teach. This is what I teach. How to have your team working for you. <laughs> yes. Well, speaking, speaking of team. Um, so th- I think that kind of se- segues into talking a little bit about behind the scenes of, of icon, right? Uh, and the fact that, you know, so we've had two, uh, since, since MapCon 5 wrapped up, um, we've had two, uh, committee meetings so far. Um, I, I feel really good about them. I think that they've gone really well and we have some, some good plans for, for the third one and, um, bringing a few more people on and, uh, you know, I, I, um, Normally during this time of year, I would be like frantically working on my next book because it's after MapCon and I have like three months to like work as hard as I could to get the next, you know, any other project I could together before the year started and then start looking at MapCon and kind of, you know, chunk and chunk and chunk. Uh, I would almost, I don't think I've ever been recording podcasts or doing live streams after after the event um mostly just getting the vlog done and like boop boop and send it off and and then go basically go hibernate for the winter <laughs> for the winter um but you know so we're we're putting there's a lot of behind the scenes work going in uh i you know the other day or yesterday actually i posted the question about who uh which content creators or influencers or podcasters would you like to learn from and see as a keynote speaker at icon 2020 and um and right now leading the poll by a good by a pretty healthy margin is uh is is dave jackson pat flynn and leo laporte (laughs) which is cool i mean they're they're all guys which um you know help me out everybody here (laughs) help me out everybody here uh you know um, it would, it would be helpful now, I, you know, some of the people that I personally would like to see there, um, you know, so, well, all right. So how did we, how did we get to that, this point? Right. And what are we actually looking for? So like, I have my vision of what I'm, you know, in my mind, what I'm thinking of now, I know the rest of my team, uh, cause that's, ah, that's like the, the secret word team. You've got a team. <laughs> yeah. The, the t- you know, I know all of them have their own ideas and visions for what that would look like. Cause we, you know, we're really looking hard at the, at the schedule. Sam put together a wonderful, uh, outline for, for, you know, a template of a schedule. Um, and, and really we're setting our, our, uh, you know, setting our boundaries early this year and in past years, you know, honestly, I, basically took who I could get to, to submit. And it would, I mean, usually it'd be 30, 40, 50 submissions. And I'd be like, okay, how do we jam the square into the round hole? You know, uh, or is it the round hole? No, it's the square into the round hole. And, <laughs> and, uh, either and, way, it's not going to fit. <laughs> yeah. It's not designed to go in there. So, um, so that's how I look. I would genuinely be trying to get as many people into it. And, you know, this year, uh, with the rebranding to, to, to independent podcast conference, um, you know, and now having a team and really trying to look at like scrutinize every little bit 
and answer all of the feedback that we've, you know, that I've gotten over the last five years. Uh, and now being able to implement some of that feedback that I wasn't able to before because I didn't have a team uh, is is really, really something uh, special that it, 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 you know, it means the world to me to be able to do that. So um, so in my mind, I, you know, have this idea like, OK, well, if we're if we're going to pack in like 300 to I mean, maybe like 400 people at this conference, you know, I think we're at a le- at that at that point, we're at a level where we can look at like, how do we get, you know, a high level keynote speaker that's in the podcasting content creation space and all that. So, um, you know, some of the names that like I threw out there and and this is purely by follow, you know, followership is the is the mark not necessarily finding out like are they actually a good speaker uh and and then figuring out are they worth the budget that we're going to put towards that uh you know i'm looking at people that have like five million subscribers on youtube and more right six million ten million uh plus so that's the that's the kind now with that said i don't necessarily have like um, somebody I would absolutely love to have come speak at, at icon, uh, is, is like Casey Neistat, but like his price is, is just way too, it's just, it, it's not realistic. Um, unless we sell like thousands of tickets, like a thousand tickets, right. Then, then it could be realistic. But like when you start talking about like over 30, 40, $50,000 for a talk, like that's a lot, that's a lot. Mm, <laughs> would you is. agree, Sam? <laughs> I would definitely agree. And here's an interesting point too. Like I I would definitely love to hear Casey Neistat speak, but am I going to get more value from hearing someone that was one of the original YouTubers that didn't have to hustle as hard as someone who's actually got, you know, a million followers from two years ago? Like where where am I going to get the most value? Because the person that started a YouTube channel two years ago and has a million followers, I'm going to learn way more from that person, right? I, I think so. So like there's some names, you know, so there's some names that I'm thinking of that aren't necessarily that that are more in the, in the category of you like uh, Potato Jet is one of them. Uh, maybe Maddie Hapoy uh, out of Canada um, uh, or Sarah Dietschy, who is in New York. And she has I think it's like four or five or six hundred thousand subscribers on YouTube. Plus, she has her own podcast. Um, plus, she she does a lot in that space of like helping other creators create. Um, so there's, there's definitely, you know, uh, some names like uh, I would love to have Linus Linus from Linus tech tips. Like this dude literally was working at NCIX was as a computer shop and started you know, like he was, he went from being like a, a grunt to a manager to running their YouTube channel to leaving there to start his own, you know, cause they had NCIX tech tips became Linus tech tip. Like he started his own tech tips and then turned into, uh, now he has, I think it was like 30 or 40 employees. They, they produce like 10 or 15 videos a week across three or four channels. Uh, it's, it's insane. Like what, what they have going on there. So that's the kind of stuff, um, that, you know, I think, I think those are the types of people that could have a lot to contribute to it. Um, and aren't necessarily speaking on every creator space space. Yeah. Um, yeah. So, so, so yeah. So, um, 
so he's saying he's a great YouTuber, but they aren't are not podcasters. I disagree. They are a podcaster. Uh, like Linus is a podcaster because mm-hmm. he has the WAN show he does every Friday, live streaming it, just like we're live streaming this show and turns it into a podcast. So um, not only is he championing, I, you know, YouTube, but he has podcasting too. And I think that there's a lot of crossover. There's so many things that we can learn, you know, um, how to create engaging content. It might be different, but they still know how to create engaging content. How do we market? How do we get more, you know, viewers? How do we get more listeners? How do we grow channels? You know, how do we grow brands? There's so many different things that we could learn. Um, I mean, really, even though I said before I'd rather learn from this person than this person, it doesn't matter who's up there. You learn something. I always learn something from every person I hear. Yeah, and I and I think, but I, I so I would I would say that the caveat is that we're not looking for someone to give their, you know, origin story, right? Yeah, like that's not what we're, we're we're trying to pay ten, fifteen, twenty thousand dollars or whatever we whatever the budget ends up being like across however many people that we we go with to to fill these roles that we we are uh, defining as we as we go here. That's not. Um, you know, that's not what, in my opinion, opinion at least, that's not what we're looking for. It's like no. someone to come up there and be like, I was nobody. And then I went to like the guy, oh, there was the guy that, um, that started his YouTube channel from the Apple store. Like he oh, would just like, in, I think it was in New York. Like he would just go to the 24 hour Apple store or whatever. And, as, and I think he was homeless too, which and oh, just okay. created a whole YouTube following from the webcam on the IMAX there. Oh. Yeah, <laughs> like that. I yeah, I have to look up what that guy, who that guy was, and if he's still, uh, if he's like still doing it or like what the deal is. But yeah, that I mean, that is a you know, that's a story right there. But even being a story, like there, you know, I, we have to know the the market, you know, more marketing and stuff like that. Yeah, like actual <laughs> strategies. How podcasters, you know, what what. Ever that whatever that is how what what actionable advice can we take back to our home studios um or behind the mic to create a better show whatever that means yeah so so anyway the point being is 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 that we're looking at these these things and um trying to see you know who we could get and and where uh where they're going to come from and and fill that fill that role uh, for us. And, and who knows, maybe, you know, there's, there's, a an opportunity to, to rent, uh, a much bigger space for that one talk too. Like if, if, if we have that many people that we're trying to cram into an area or something like that, um, depends, depends, it all depends. Right. Cause the, you know what the other thing is, is in my mind and, and this, you know, just being totally like upfront and honest and, and, transparent about is the word i'm looking for um you know i i want to bring a name uh that also will will sell a bunch of tickets as well that has a big enough pool of people that they are interested in starting their own podcast right so it's not just people are like oh man like i gotta go see linus or oh man i gotta go see mk like cool but like we really want them to be interested in the podcast part of independent podcast conference um and wanting to start their own thing not just like oh cool i get the i can go you know spend a couple hundred bucks and go see the you know my favorite youtube talk like there's other places to go do that you should probably consider doing that if that's all you you really want out of it not 
actual actionable information for you to go start your own podcast mm. or create your own content in general. Um, so yeah, so that's just one of the things that we have have going on and and uh, you know trying to work out the schedule and how many speakers we're going to have. Um, let's see, have you looked at Tim Pool? I, I'm not familiar with Tim Pool. I only know Deadpool. <laughs> <laughs> so, um, so yeah, so so that's just some of the things that we have going on behind the scenes and and uh, working towards, uh, you know, I I think the speaker submissions uh, are going to be available. I want to say I think I want to say the page says January, but I'm not sure. So if you're if you're interested in speaking, it's still going to be a thing. You can still apply to speak. And I, you know, another thing I was thinking about, Sam, was yeah, it's January 2nd, 2020 speaking applications opens is like by having those one or two or, you know, um, like keynote speakers, it elevates everybody else. Right. You'd be mm, like, absolutely. I share the stage with, and I remember I was going to go, I was, I was trying to apply for inbound and I was like, Oh man, Alec Baldwin's going to be one. Of, I'm not even that big of an alpha, but like other people are. And when, if I said like, I got to share a stage that Alec Baldwin was on, like how cool would that be? Well, that's all authority positioning, right? And it is something exactly. that you should pay attention to because that's, you know, it's great for brand building. Well, exactly. I mean, when I tell people I spoke at the United Nations, like it was yeah. in the United Nations building, it had the little earpieces with the little microphones and one of those big like auditorium things, but it wasn't like the main room. But it was still in the building. I mean, only you know, you, you, there's only so many names that have done that. So yeah, yeah. Um, so yeah, so that's one of those things where it's like trying to figure out like who can we bring in that's gonna you know help sell some tickets that has a big enough audience that they can help you know just their name will help pull people in that are interested in podcasting, uh, as well as elevating everybody else, as well as teaching everybody else. Like that's that's the kind of that's the kind of stuff that I want to, you know, invest the money into. Um, keyword invest, right? Not spend. Mm -hmm. uh, mm -hmm. Because it's for my own benefit too, right? And as well as everybody else's to learn. Um, to learn from the, you know, from the people who are doing it the biggest. Not necessarily the best, but the biggest. But um, the best is is just an opinion anyway, right? Th yeah. So, that's more, yeah. You know. Right. Yeah. The biggest is a, is a objective, uh, not as, as subjective, but uh, I mean, it could be both, but yeah. Um, so yeah. So anyway, uh, what else do we have? So Sam, what, uh, what's one thing you love about podcasting? My, the, my favorite thing about podcasting is the people that I get to meet the guests that come on the show, because being able to reach out to people and interview people from all over the world that you would never normally get a chance to speak to, not only, oops, notifications, um, not only that you would not normally get to speak to, but that you get to speak to one-on-one -on -one for, you know, 45 minutes, maybe an hour, people that you would never have the chance to speak to and ask the question, you can ask them whatever you want. So as a podcaster, I mean, I, I don't know about you, Joe, but I learn so much from my guests because I get to ask whatever it is I want. You know, it's like <laughs> a, it's like my own training program for me, <laughs> you know, and, and I, so I love that. I love the people that I get to meet. I've done so many collaborations and joint ventures with the guests that have been on the show, you know, people that I've really vibed with and, you know, we connect and we, and we go on to do other things like, you know, you and I have, 
we've been on each other's podcast multiple times and I've been to the States to meet you multiple times and we'll get you to Australia one time soon. <laughs> I will get there for, for sure. Yeah, I know. I know. It's, not a, it's not a cheap trip, I know. Uh, but, you know, you, you get to, to meet people all over the world and, um, and, and collaborate with them. That's what I love the most. Yeah, that I mean that 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 is one of the top 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 things that I I love about podcasting as well uh, is being able to connect with awesome people like yourself and like so many of the people both watching listening right now and the people in our our group and the you know all the awesome people that I've met uh, all the books and books that I have stacked up onto my my right over here that I mean I don't really read books and they know that but you know that's that's the kind of stuff um, you know that it just matters to me. I don't know. It matters to me more than almost, almost anything else is just being able to connect with, with awesome people mm. uh, doing awesome things. And Veronica uh, says, so true. Podcasting has opened up so many doors for us. We have met so many cool people. Absolutely. Mm. I'm so glad to hear that. Cause that really, to me is the number one thing. The number two thing is learning uh, as Sam mm. also said is getting to learn from you know, I don't read books, but I read people and that's my opportunity to, to read people. Um, yeah. So where, uh, where do you see podcasting heading into the future? I, I really don't know. This isn't something that I've put a lot of research or, you know, read anything. So it's, you know, I'm certainly not the people to ask that to, you know, I'm not your Todd Cocker and I'm not your, Gary Vaynerchuk, I'm not that person. I, all I know is that things change and they change quickly and I know that from being in business for so many years. Things that you think will always be the same just aren't. So for me, I can't answer that question, but what I do know is that it will continue. It'll just be in, in a different form. I, I, you know, I don't think it's going to go away i just don't think it's going to be in this exactly the same form that we know it is now mm. yeah i i mean it's already you know evolved like a micro evolved recently with with the advent of live streaming like we we're doing right now um you know to being able to take you know take comments and stuff just like this one from veronica that's that's below me like that that i think um is like a you know it's just a micro evolution of it um I, I don't i don't know because like voice it, it was radio right and 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 before that was like the mono the monogram or whatever uh you know or, or records and then the monogram so i yeah i'm not sure i'm not quite sure either but i i didn't know if you had um you know just your perspective on it mm. what what i do know is that you know what i love that has evolved from radio is now we're not giving people what we want to give them or what we think they need that as independent podcasters coming into the space we now can give people what we really know that they're looking for people ask and we answer we provide what they want so i love this new uh phase or new era of actually being able to to give people what they want rather than just telling them mm. That is a that is a that is a great point. And having the option, right? Like we turn on our TVs and we have like eight hundred channels, and uh, there's you know, but for every seat in the channel world. But you know, when it comes to radio, like there's 
like a couple hundred, like maybe a hundred channels or less, probably, you know, just in FM and AM. So uh, when you look at um, that between that and then you have XM, that's about, that's about it. So, I mean, XM has a couple hundred channels themselves, but there's still like a lot of room for people that are like, I want a podcast all about whatever, you know, uh, whatever thing is, that somebody is super, super into. Um, and I want it to come out every single week and I want to be able to listen to it and enjoy it while my car ride to work. So, mm. <clears throat> well, I, I know so that you and I spoke about this on, on our webinar recently, you know, that people are still starting YouTube channels. There's 5 million YouTube channels out there. There's 5 million blogs out there. There's only 700,000 podcasts out there. So we're only just getting started. And I hear so often people saying, oh, why would I start a podcast? There's already so many out there. But there's how many billion people on the planet? There will be listeners. There will be people that want to hear what you've got to say. It might not be, you know, millions of people. But, gosh, you know, even if you had 50 people listening, like that's 50 people's lives you're changing um, in whatever way, what, no matter what your podcast is, you're giving them some sort of transformation from listening to your show. So I, I think that, you know, we're only just getting started. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, it absolutely. I mean, you know, we're, uh, well, like 15 years into this thing, but it, it is really just at the, be you know, at the beginning because of the adoption rate. I, you know, I was just, I mean, I just got my hair cut tonight and I was talking to my, my, uh, hairdresser about the fact that, uh, you know, it was like 2006 or something like that. And I remember talking to uh, one of my coworkers who was real big into home theater equipment. And I was like, oh, do you, you know, are you going to get an Apple TV? And they're like, I've never heard of that before. No, none, like none of my friends have ever heard. Really? Like, what, no one's ever mentioned. I was like, how you read all the magazines. You're literally giving me the home theater magazine every single month because he gets two of them for whatever there was like a glitch and it would send him two copies. So he'd give him one to me. And he's like, no, nah, I never heard of that. And I'm like, but wow, I've it's had incredible. For like five years. <laughs> right. Well, now, yeah, now, but like, we're going back to like 2006, I think it was launched. Uh, let's see. Apple TV first launched. The first one came out. Yeah. Late 2006. Uh, okay. It was shown off in late 2006 early 2007 yeah so it you know originally it wasn't like a streaming box it was like a, it was basically an ipod where you would download okay. the movie to the, the apple tv and hold it locally um uh, okay. and yeah then eventually several years later they they were able to you were able to just stream the movies like you do yeah. now um but you know the original was not like that it was like you had to download the whole film and then you could watch it and then delete it because you'd run out of space eventually so, but it's just crazy that the adoption rate took like not 10, not 10 years, but probably like six to, you know, six, six, six to seven, eight years for people to like start to really adopt it. And, you know, for something even like the fire stick to come out where it's like 20 bucks, like, you know, all day you can put, you know, hook up one to every single one of your TVs and stream your Netflix and all that. Uh, you know, so it takes, it takes a long time for people to adopt and change their, their their habits i mean i know even for me like i get in the car um depending on what the you know for the most part depending on what time of the day it is 
I'll turn on the radio to listen to the local sports channel because we have four major sports teams here. So that, and that I want to get updated on what's going on. You know, I, I don't get to watch every game or anything like that, but I at least want to like to like hear it. Plus I'm listening for cues of like, what, do, what are they doing that I could incorporate into my, you know, into my show, how I, how I broadcast and project and, and entertain and, and, and that kind of stuff. So, I, you know, I'm not just listening for the perspective of like the sports. Like sometimes I, I you know, there isn't a whole lot going on uh, during certain periods of the year. And I just want to hear like, how are they filling in that space? Right. Yeah. How are they being entertaining? How are they keeping their listenership going while they, there's like, it's all star break during the summer for, for baseball. Well, there's like nothing yeah. going on during that like whole week. So, you know, there's nothing update to really update about. Um, and that's the only sport going on at the time. So you got, you know, you have to make things up or even when, um, you know, when, when things are going bad or what topics they'll talk about that aren't sports related. Right. Like that yeah. to me is a, is a fine line of learning. Like what, can they talk about that is identifying with their audience, right? With their demographic. Oh, I lost Sam here. Uh, with their, oh, there's Sam. Uh, you know, the, identifying with their audience yet isn't sports related at all. Um, one of the great shows I love listening to is on Saturdays. Uh, I will listen to uh, Glenn Macnow and uh, Ray Didinger. And it's, it's it's like two old guys talking for three hours, um, mostly about sports, but also about historical sports and movies and TV shows. And uh, yeah, if, if you don't know who uh, either of them are, you should go definitely go Google them. But it's just really it's just great conversation and listening to like their their banter and and all that is just it's just awesome. I mean, Ray Ray is in the uh, I think the NFL Hall of Fame. Or yeah, I'm pretty sure he's in the NFL. I think it's the NFL Hall of Fame as a journalist. So it's you know those types of things. Like I'm totally picking up and listening to what they're doing and how they're doing it to make myself better, even though it's not a podcast. So I could listen to it as a podcast because they do podcast their their radio shows. So um, so Sam, before we wrap up here, because uh, we got a bunch of things to plug, uh, is there is there any last thoughts you'd like to give our guests about how you you know how you approach podcasting and how you know either going back into the technology or you know your inner you know your guest choosing interviewing uh, prowess? Can you hear me, Sam? I don't think she can hear me. Can you hear me? You can't hear me, can you? Oh no! Um, oh no! She can't hear me. Hello, can you hear me now? Can you hear me now, Sam? She's just been sitting there smiling this whole time. <laughs> oh no! Try try unplugging your headphones. <laughs> unplug your headphones and plug them back in, baby. Hello, testing one, two, three. Testing one, two, three. Um, yeah. So anyway, I, I'm going to take this opportunity to, oh, she left. So I'm sure she, when she comes back, it'll be working, but I'll take this moment to, uh, to, oh, she, she wrote to me that she lost sound a while ago. Um, I'll take this opportunity to plug um, icon. It's, 
September 24th to the 26th, 2020 in Atlantic City. Get it on your calendar. Get your ticket. It's available now at 199. I promise you it will not be staying at 199. Uh, we're looking at about 300 plus podcasters in the room networking learning from each other participating in uh in different workshops and activities along the way excuse me you are not going to want to miss it um let's see what did uh eric said now we know what she might do with leon (laughs) Good, good one eric um if you are wanting to learn how to monetize your podcast, join us next Thursday. Me and Sam are running a free webinar called Monetize Your Podcast. Go to IndiePodCon.com slash MYP. Uh, M is in Mary, Y is in yellow, P is in podcast. Uh, to register, seats are limited. Uh, we will dis- demystify uh, making money with your podcast. And if you want to take it one step further, if you've already have your podcast and you want to take it to the next level, go check out the monetize your podcast mastermind and retreat indiepodcon.com slash retreat. Uh, we'll show you how to build your own business around your podcast, creating great products to leverage your podcast, leverage those products, leverage everything that you have, your authority, uh, and getting all the branding and everything proper so that you can go and make money with your podcast and turn it into your business. Uh, you should, if you haven't joined us, please join us in the Facebook group, indiepodcon.com slash group. If you want to be a guest on the IndiePodcon uh, show, you can go to indiepodcon.com slash guest. Uh, I think we're like in April or May at this point. Um, I think I've only, I think you can only register. It's one per week. Uh, every almost every Wednesday, we'll, I'll be here uh, with updates and and another guest uh, week after week. Uh, so Sam says she's sorry, can't get back in. Uh, great to hang out with you tonight. Great to hang out with you, Sam. Thank you for taking the time from the beautiful weather that you have. It is cold, windy, and raining here. Um, and if you are in the Philadelphia area. Uh, you should totally come hang out with us. And I can't find my banner for it. Uh, November, uh, what was it? November 17th, November, yeah, November 17th. Put it on your calendar because we are having a Philly podcast meetup. Come hang out with podcasters. Put it on your calendar. November 17th, it's going to be in the afternoon. So like one o'clock or two o'clock with the start time. I'll have more to announce probably next week once I figure out where we're going to have this event. Uh, we are actually expecting a number of people after sending out uh, a bunch of messages to people privately. Um, yes, Eric, Sam is a rock star and and we are fortunate to have her. Um, fortunate, fortunate to have you as well so uh yeah so you if you're in the philly area get down to philly november 17th uh it's a sunday uh eagles don't play till 4 30 so come come hang out prior to that and have some have a good time uh sam will be speaking at the um at the meetup and we will probably go for drinks and food afterwards uh somewhere in the city we'll figure it out Anyway, I hope you all have a great, great week ahead, and I will talk to you all next week when my guest, who I should have wrote down ahead of time, 
uh, is going to be Mary Nichols. Uh, I am super excited to talk to her next week. And we will get Benjamin Mullen, who was scheduled to be on the show tonight, uh, in another episode coming up. Uh, I'll try to work it in. And actually, I do actually know our next guest will um, be uh, Jan coming from Europe. Uh, and we're actually going to be doing a special episode on Saturday at 9 a.m. So this Saturday, 9 a.m. Eastern, uh, there'll be another episode, <laughs> another episode of the Indie Pod podcast. Looking forward to that. Looking forward to Mary Nichols on next Wednesday. Looking forward to Thursday with the webinar. Everything. Everybody have a great week. Thank you for hanging in there with me.